0: Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local.
1: The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies.
2: Engaging.
1: We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. Uh, it still gives us the life.
0: Live. The reality is he is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it.
2: To God. Good morning. I'm Heather Caro.
3: And I'm Father John Rutten.
2: Where are we today?
3: We are at St. John Paul II Parish in Harrisburg, South Dakota. Harrisburg. Good morning, everyone.
2: Thanks for joining us.
3: Yeah, it's great to be it's here. It's been a long
2: time, I feel like.
3: It has. I remember when we were planning to have Real Presence Live here every once in a while, and um, it seems like we don't do it enough now. I then know. I was thinking, oh, yeah, I can. we can do it about every few months or something. Yeah. And now I'm like, I thought we were going to do this more often. But I guess when you do something week. you love, no. you know, you want more of it. That's so. right. That's right. <laughs> well, I'm excited to be hosting with you
2: this morning, Father John. It's always so much fun. And we have a lot of great things planned this morning. But before we get too far, can we start our show with a prayer?
3: Let's do so. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, we give thanks to the gift of life and for the multitude of ways in which you have created and given us a gifted life, a blessed life with abundance, hearts that are always searching for what is true and good and beautiful. Help us discover in this day the face of the one you sent to save us. Jesus, might you show yourself to us this day. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
2: So I was looking at the spreadsheet for today's show um, a little bit back, and I was really, really excited because our last guest this morning is you, Father.
3: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I am going to be a guest today. I thought I was a guest every time I was on, but I realized, no, I'm I'm just the means to... (laughs)
2: So um, I'm really excited at 10.30. Um, we're going to be talking to Father John, and it's Father John half hour.
3: Yep. and we're You're going to have to hear about me for 30 minutes. It's going to be great.
2: <laughs> I cannot wait. So, yeah, I'm have... looking
3: forward to it. It'll be, yeah. a, it'll be a little segment, and then each time we meet next time, we'll do more segments. So okay. I look forward to it. So
2: I don't get all the juicy today? You aren't
3: getting everything. <laughs> You're just going to get a little bit of my the first part of the segment. So all right. We'll go in chronology.
2: Okay. So, lots to look forward to, but I'm excited. But until
3: then, we got way more awesome people.
2: I know. Well, this first gal, I'm excited about because her name is Heather, also. Yes. So, good morning, Heather.
0: Good morning.
2: Thanks for joining us. No problem. So, you and Father John know each other? Yes. And how is that?
0: Yep, I am a member of JP2 Parish.
2: Wonderful.
0: Yeah. So we're excited
2: to have you on. Tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself.
0: Um, I am from, I actually live in Sioux Falls. Um, have my husband and two kids, and uh, a high schooler that just graduated that we're taking off to college here in a couple of weeks. Oh, and so mm. <laughs> it's How a are you doing? I'm doing okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm heading into my daughter's senior year, so every parent, I'm like, how are you doing? What is it like?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and this year was not a normal year for the seniors, so. No. No, but, no. So, we, yeah, we uh, actually joined JP, two, oh, probably two and a half years ago, and uh, just love it. Absolutely love it.
2: <laughs> Wonderful. So today I'm excited because I've heard Father John talk about this program that you started at JP2, and that's called The Canyon. And you've seen some amazing things happen, Father John, with The Canyon, and you've talked about it briefly, so I'm excited today and We get to dive into it. Yeah,
3: you get to hear if what I say is actually true. <laughs>
2: right, from somebody other than Father John. Yeah, is Father John
3: just trying to pump up the things that he's doing? Yeah, I'm doing amazing no, things. Yeah. No, it's it, it is, and in a way, like the canyon in itself provokes the question: What? What's that? Like, I know. It's nothing even in church lingo that you know. Oh yeah, that's the the men's group, or this is the the alpha program, or right. Uh, it's like the canyon. What's the canyon? Where did uh, the canyon come so. from? Let's talk about that like what's its original like yeah is it um, a national thing or So nope it's uh, it's a uh, it's local to JP2 parish here You're in here You're really that cool Well I don't know <laughs> if that cool <laughs> I just started it myself. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're, we're doing this in the midst of the office. So Adrian McEwen and, and, and Emily, they're listening. So I have to be careful about what I say. <laughs> 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 if we weren't, I'd be like, yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> I totally did it by myself. No, um, <laughs> no what, it, what basically in a nutshell it is, is all the things I learned that really helped my life and my faith that nobody taught me. Hmm. The things that I learned, like, on the fringes of my life, the things that I learned as you hear about my story, like, I learned great things by being an alcoholic and trying to find life and what is freedom. And um, I, I learned things from people who helped me in books that I read that then maybe when I was in seminary or when I got into, when I was a part of a parish life, people were doing different things that, that sometimes helped. And sometimes I'm like, eh, not for me. Right. But then I'm like, oh, like, but this is for me. And it always sometimes felt like it was disconnected from the church. Hmm. Even when I was growing up uh, in the North End, my parents were part of a prayer group and it was super important to their life, but it always seemed like it was disconnected from the parish. Sure. Uh, and so the canyon, in a way, is the things that I've learned that have been really helpful to my life and my desire to share them with anybody that desires to. Uh, and I started doing that on the parish council. That's The parish council became a place where I could put forth questions to them and we mm-hmm. could look at things together. And I just saw transformation happen among them. Mm. Uh, and I thought, I want this for everybody. And so the canyon is sort of like the, the moving outward of that experience and um, it's for those that are in the parish because we want to ensure that it's a part of the journey that we're taking to Mm -hmm. build community and um, there's been some fantastic people that have helped bring their talents to it to sort of say like be like this and do like that and there's um, uh, try this try that Mm -hmm. and we've just put together a format that's always being tweaked it's you know we're just, it's alive. It's alive. Mm-hmm. It's moving, but there's a real thing happening. And I can see that the Holy Spirit is really the one that's moving through my pastoral work. I really feel mm-hmm. like a priest there. I feel like a father. I feel like I'm generating there in a way that I can see in other people ah, that's what happened to me. 16 years ago. Oh, and this is what I dealt with 10 years ago. And oh yeah, that's what it's like when you're brand new and you jump in all the books and you're sure that if (laughs) you learn more, your life is going to be totally changed. Or, oh, that's what it looks like when you're totally disappointed and you want to run and you're Mm -hmm. scared of yourself and you're being confronted with your humanity and you're not Mm -hmm. sure what to do. But there's someone across from the table that's looking at you that says, ah, be patient. Yeah. So that's the canyon.
2: That's awesome. Heather, what was your first experience with the canyon? How did you get involved?
0: (laughs) Well, I had talked to to Father John about, you know, wanting to... Uh, She's
2: elevated
3: you try to, to doctor. To yeah, do yeah, I'm doctor and father <laughs> <now>. <laughs> my, yeah. my degree no, was, is only for a master's, <laughs> but...
0: <laughs> yeah, No, I talked to him about how I wanted to. I felt, I, I converted probably almost 20 years ago. So I felt when I went through stuff that I didn't learn everything that I needed to because there's always mm-hmm. still parts of things I was like, God, what is, I, I don't understand that. What's that? He said, well, try the canyon because he's like, we'll go through just tons of different questions and, and thoughts and be able to think about things, and that's just it. He he gives you these questions, and you really have to think. You're like, oh, I didn't even think that was a possibility. I didn't think, you know, you just, he made you really think. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Can you think of, can you come to, like, what sort of, can you give an example?
0: Oh, my Gosh, examples—that's <laughs> the hard part.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it like you had to really think about uh, Saint Francis and what city he lived in, and um, who his disciples were. Is it that kind of thinking, or like
0: no? It's just you know, um, well, I came from a Lutheran background, so I mean, to me, there's not a whole lot of difference, but there's just a lot more, a lot more parts to the Catholic faith that you don't hear about, and you just. Um, wonder why they do things the way they do. Why do they (laughs) say certain things? Why do they do, you Mm -hmm. know, just all these whys? And it's been nice because things have been answered, whether it's from Father himself or our groups that we're in, and you get different experiences from everybody, not just having to listen to Father, but you got your whole, you know, there's like 80 of us that we were able to get everybody's different perspective on things.
2: So what is the format of the canyon?
0: We Pretty much, Father would go through his little spiel every once in a while about what we're talking about for the day. We would go through our questions that he had given us the day before in our small groups, and we could share what our thoughts were about those questions. And then it's just pretty much a question. You know, if you had questions, Father would answer them if... um, yeah, it was just, it, it's pretty much just a back and forth commentary almost between you and Father, the whole group, and but yet he was telling us about his personal experiences as well, and then that's when you go, oh, okay, I understand now. So it's like a
2: conversation instead of just a yes. lecture. Absolutely.
3: That's a great way to put it, Heather.
2: It is. <laughs> yep.
3: That the thing they begin to think about is not only the truth that's objective to them, mm-hmm. what it is I'm presenting, mm-hmm. but is that what my experience is? What's happening in my life? What's happening in my heart? What am I meeting? And when those two things mm-hmm. meet, choo, yeah, there's a moment where you...
2: I've become... Um, they put me in charge of the Catholic Women's Professional League, mm-hmm. the core, the executive team, just like the Catholic men's group with mm-hmm. your brother Joe. They put me in charge of formation, which I'm like... Who am I? You know what I mean? But it's interesting because that is exactly the approach I've been taking with the ladies is conversation. Back and forth. So what benefits, Father, do you see of having this back and forth with people versus just lecturing
3: at them? Well, I think if I I could just put it on you, Heather, what would you say (laughs) you saw change? (laughs) How would you say you saw your faith impacted through this method?
0: I have seen... Myself able to understand a little bit more, um, but even just talking with the other people in our group, you know, things. Everybody has a different uh, opinion or thoughts about how things are, and you can take all of that and form your own thoughts as to how things are. Um, it's it's nice because I'm one of those people that. I like to be hands-on, and so I'm not one, if you lecture to me, it's not going to stick in my head. <laughs> I want to be able mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. talk about it or do it, and so this allows us to be able to do that, you know, talk with our groups, talk with Father, talk with other people in other groups, and, and be able to look at our journey and see where our faith is going and be able to put that all together and, and try to be the best person that we can be.
3: Can you think of a moment where sort of the the light came on or you really realized this is changing my life? The light came on. I love that.
0: The light came on. You know, I don't know if there's one exact moment. I, I'm one of those that likes to kind of sit back in the corner sometimes and just people watch <laughs> and, and listen yeah. to people and that kind of thing. <laughs> Father's like, no, she's not. (laughs) But I don't. I don't know if there's one exact moment. I think it's just bits and pieces of everything kind of led me to think,
3: okay, I'm
0: doing the right thing. I'm on the right path. Let's just keep going.
3: Okay, there we go. Do you see that? She's somebody who had questions. She isn't there, she doesn't know what. You're like reaching for something.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's
3: like a reaching that ends in almost despair. Like I'm outside. I don't have a place. But she's still doing the same thing. She's reaching like I'm but it's I'm on the right path. Right. Mm -hmm. So so the process creates in you an awareness that that I'm like with. I belong to this experience. Not just of the canyon, not just of JP2 Parish, but of the church. This is the experience of the church in its local form. And so she still has questions. She's still on a journey. But I'm on the right path. Right. Like, Isn't that what everyone is looking for, is the certainty that we're on the path?
2: Well, and I think there's some confidence in knowing that we're all on the path and none of us have made it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's a journey.
3: Did you meet someone? Did Uh, Maybe while we're going to take a a little break in a minute here, but maybe you can think about it, Heather, like if there was someone who helped you really realize that we're all on a journey, you know, um, that sort of helped you. You don't have to say him by name, but um, it's always a beautiful thing to meet someone and, and discover, oh... You're like me. Or yeah. I'm not Especially alone. the people no. you think have it all together.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yay. They don't. Yay. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: so we're going to have more with um, Heather Sawyer here in just a minute. We're going to continue talking about the canyon. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a minute. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
0: The world is
1: changing fast and
0: needs problem solvers and critical thinkers. Right here in your backyard, Mount Marty believes every student has the potential to serve the world and make a difference. We will help you obtain a degree that prepares you for success by exploring your talents and passion. Our community goes above and beyond to help each student feel at home, surrounded by love and support. We can't wait for you to see what's possible, and we
2: hope the future brings you here, close to home Or at homeishere.org.
1: Have you ever worried about someone's salvation, especially one who died by suicide? I'm Father Chris Alar. Sometimes the state of their soul seems to cause us fear for their eternal fate. They die in what seems to be a hopeless state of sin and unrepentance. However, Jesus says in 1698 of the Diary of St. Faustina that what looks hopeless to us is in fact not so— he says that many times the soul, illuminated by a ray of his final grace, turns to him in the last moment to receive complete forgiveness of all sin and punishment, although we see no external signs of this. Wow. We can see why Jesus said that divine mercy is mankind's last hope of salvation. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help.
2: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the
3: RPR Network.
2: Welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll.
3: And I'm Father John Rutten.
2: And we're broadcasting this morning from St. John Paul II Church in Harrisburg. And we're having a great conversation with Heather Sawyer. And we're talking about a program that's being held here at John Paul II. Um, That's called The Canyon, and we're just diving into how it's changed Heather's life, and you put a question to her father before break. What was that?
3: Yeah, so the format is I speak to the group, and then they're all broken up into tables, Mm -hmm. and then they get questions that have been posed to them Mm -hmm. uh, that they've been reflecting on for a couple weeks, and then you discuss those with the table. So you really get to know particular people at your table or Mm -hmm. a few that are uh, also connected. Maybe you meet. So I'm just curious if there's someone that has been helpful or uh, ways in which being at a table with those other women uh, has impacted your journey.
0: It's Yeah, my group has been, was amazing. I mean, all the women that were in my little group, um, and they were from all different stages. There were some that were my age, there were younger ones, there were older ones. So they were all at different stages in their journey along their faith. And so it was neat to hear, and it was it was reassuring to hear that what I was going through was the same thing mm. that they had gone through or are going through, and not to be concerned, not to worry about it. You, you will. Everybody has their time it takes them to get through their journey. Mm-hmm. So it, it was nice to hear that you weren't the only one. That mm-hmm. everybody else is the same same way.
3: And the the beautiful part, Heather, when you see they are different, you know, and the temptation, mm-hmm. especially in ministry, is to, like, make like groups. Yeah, You think exactly. people will, what they need is like groups, but the truth of the matter is, the more unlike the group is, the more you have to go to the essential dynamic, yeah. which is of the spirit yeah. and of the human journey. And you realize... Oh, we all share this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so the only separation among them was we put men at one t- table. We split the men and the women. Mm-hmm. And I actually prefer them to be together. But what I knew is it's a huge risk to do this. Mm. And couples are going to come and they're going to sit at the same table together. Yeah.
2: And then they can't be as open.
3: Yeah. So it was the only reason. Yeah. Otherwise, the tables are really a mix. And we left it to just however Providence arranged the tables. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh Yeah. So, would you say you uh, saw something of that effect at work, Heather, in your table? That oh, absolutely, the was helpful?
2: absolutely, yeah. Definitely. Well, and I think it, it's. It, I think it's. Go ahead. Sorry.
0: No, it, it was just. It was nice to be able. To, I mean, because every, like you said, it was just everybody just went wherever, and it, who you were with is who you ended up with. I mean, everybody just picked a seat, so it, it was totally <laughs> yeah. random, and that I think was the good part about it. Because, like I said. You get that variety of people and stages in their journey and, and even just different viewpoints, you know, from everybody on, at your table then. So that helps well, a lot. I think,
2: I think it's a good reminder to us that no matter where we're at in our journey with our faith, because I think a lot of people don't talk a lot about their faith because they don't feel yeah. like they're worthy of it or that they know mm-hmm. enough of it. And so I think listening to you, Heather, it's, it, it's letting us know it's okay to talk about your faith if you don't know everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And yeah. that you're going to connect with somebody in a, in a way that is special to you. Mm-hmm. Everybody has something to offer at the table.
3: How would you say, Heather, that your days are different um, now. I mean, we aren't living in the canyon. We aren't doing it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So can you point to some ways in which you see that your days, your regular everyday life is different now than it was prior to this?
0: Prior to? Um would yeah, a tough question. <laughs> um, no, I, I think I just reflect on things a little bit more. Um, I... I know in the morning I get up and, you know, I'm getting ready and I reflect on my day a little bit of what's going to be happening and, and when I can take some time for myself and just be able to sit and have have time with him, whether it's I say a little prayer or just, you know, just think about different things in my faith you know what what do i want to try now where where do i want to see myself on my journey and it i think i think a little bit more about that and then i tried to think you know times are not normal right now and there's a you know and he's he will get me through this and he will get us through to where we need to be you know he can't he doesn't put things in front of us that we can't handle so it's just a matter of believing in that we're on the right path and uh, just remind myself that every day.
3: Beautiful. Well, and the importance,
2: she's aware. she's now aware. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. many of us just go through life not even paying attention?
3: Heather, you got it. That's it. <laughs> the, the, the challenge of life is is not life itself. The challenge is I I can't like really look at it. Yeah. I can't stay with it. I despair in front of it or I have to control it or I and then what happens? We begin to think that life actually is against me. Mm. That the coronavirus mm-hmm. is a sign that like I gotta huddle up or that things are bad or what if the coronavirus is actually a sign to me that I'm not living the most deeply rooted part of who I am? Mm. Which is I can't control. Yeah. How many people's conversion happens when they realize they can't control? Right. You know, and we could, but when you live this journey with each other and you're journeying, you little by little, it's the the companionship the spirit has among all of us that one witnesses to the other. Mm -hmm. And you realize, oh, oh, that's me too. You know, so little by little, the person across or the person, you just hear these stories and you're growing. Mm -hmm. Well, what's this growth that's happening? What's this joy that's in the midst of us? What's this ability to be honest about ourselves? he said we're two or more gathered in my name yeah do we believe he's here mm-hmm. how do we know that it's him each person has to make that judgment for themselves isn't even Jesus told them he said left the decision to them you who do you say that i am right who do you say that is the one between us. Who do you say brought us here? Who do you say that fills our heart? And the challenge that I love to pose is, the certainty of that comes because I realized something happened I didn't produce and I couldn't produce. And we only know that when we're willing to go to that place of poverty. And who can stay in that place of poverty unless one has met someone whom they trust? And as pastor, I believe my job isn't to answer everybody's needs, but to use the trust that has been earned to lead them to that place. Yeah. And so Heather and I have a dialogue. I can see in Heather something. I say, Heather, come with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where are we going, Father? <laughs> yeah. I trust you. <laughs> right? I mean, you really didn't exactly. know much, right, Heather?
0: Yes. Right.
2: just, You're just, yes. you're just like,
3: okay. What would you right. say what would you say were the factors that allowed you to say yes to taking the journey even though you didn't know? Can you think about
0: um, before Probably just the fact that is that I knew that I would I'd, I'd gain a little bit more knowledge even though I didn't know I wouldn't know exactly where I was going. I'd still have those little pieces of knowledge that I could take from what you were saying and what everybody else was saying and that would help me um, begin to think about where my journey was going. So
3: if, was, you were to, was, if you were to uh, meet someone that hadn't been in the canyon, or if there's someone in the parish that you know that's been, not been in the canyon, what words of uh-huh. encouragement might you give them for them to consider doing it this fall?
0: Um, it's just an amazing experience. Um, you don't realize the... Impact your faith has on your life outside of church, but when when we listen to you at Canyon, you realize it's it's everywhere. It's in mm-hmm. our entire life. When we're at work, when we're at home, when we're out playing with the kids somewhere, or you know, it's you don't realize that until you hear Father talking about some of his experiences and some of the other people talking about theirs, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, he's everywhere. You don't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't. It's just, Surprise! It's yeah. Surprise! Hello! Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really uh, a, a, a re- recollection for me of that, that moment where suddenly faith started to take on like a dynamism. Faith was no longer something I had to do or something I had to learn. Mm-hmm. Faith was a dynamic of my life that sort of answered that need I had in the moment for the fullness I was experiencing. So my human journey is, I love hiking in the mountains, but I can't camp up here forever. Yeah. Ah, it's faith that helps me. We can't build our me. tents
2: and yeah, yeah, Jesus says we can't stay here.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I had a beautiful uh, uh, journey with a friend. Well, I can't move in with that friend forever. You know, yeah. what is it that answers that? Um, I feel left out and I feel like I'm not getting the thing everybody else is getting. Who is it that fills that po- that poor place in me? Mm-hmm. Um, faith is is the thing that answers all of that. Yeah. And so in a way, I just kind of put before them all of that first stuff and then... I have to trust the Holy Spirit will answer that in a way that I can't just produce and tell them, "Oh, you should have joy." Right. <laughs> you should have peace. Oh, just be happy. You know. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. actually, I need to trust that if I op- if if, if I, we help each other open up that place in our heart that's looking for, f- I want something so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Let's let's open that up. Yeah. And see what happens.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it'll stay longer too, because they found it for themselves, instead of having their hand held the whole way
3: yes yes totally uh would you would you say that heather in a way at the parish now your experience is something that's more for yourself and that you need less from different dynamics do you feel like you need your hand held less
0: no i don't i don't feel it well yeah oh. i don't i don't be, yes, yes. <laughs> i had to listen it. To no i feel yeah no i don't need the whole hand being that, hand-holding as much as you know you, you f- i felt like before because before it was like oh am i doing the right thing am i not doing the right thing now i'm like it's okay if i'm not doing the right thing i will get there I, it, it takes time but I, I will get there and so yeah no hold handing needed
3: <laughs> yeah oh,
2: thank you heather
3: yeah. thank you so much Thanks. for sharing heather, your thank experience you. it's been a journey You're to welcome. have you in the parish and at the canyon i appreciate you sharing your witness no today problem.
2: Thank you, Father. All right. Thanks, Heather. Yep. Okay, Father, time for another break already. It's, I'm excited for our next interview because we get to continue to talk about the canyon, but with someone else. Yeah, another experience. Different perspective. Yep. I'm really, really excited. Yep. So, folks, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, a life-changing experience with Christ. And later, it's a new program just for women. And we're going to get to talk with Father at the very end. So, stay tuned. We'll be right back.